Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Bain is dead after a shooting at a Fairfax County apartment complex. I'm Luke Luger. Remembering firsthand the Beltway sniper attacks. I'm Dick Iuliano. The Anne Arundel County executive is angry after a gun went off at a mall food court. I'm Ian Kramer. What's at stake at the trial of the leader of the Oath Keepers, which that starts tomorrow. More on that coming up. It's 3 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Hurricane Ian has left a path of death and destruction. Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott on CNN said things are really bad in his state. Unfortunately, we've lost a lot of people in this storm, and your heart goes out to them. But people that, are, that have gone through this, they have nothing. I mean, their home's gone. They, their power's not on. They don't have, they don't have water. They're just, they're, they need help. WTOP's Melissa Howell picks up the story. Here in Orlando, roads have reopened and we're starting to see less debris littering yards and parking lots, but driving about an hour north of here toward Port Orange, not much has changed. Many roads are still closed. Over in some of the coastal towns like Naples and Fort Myers, those vacation areas are just unrecognizable. Some beaches out there are quite honestly just gone. Much of Robert Pate's house in Pauley's Island, South Carolina, also gone. The walls are going to have to be taken out. Everything in here has got to be got rid of. It's all soaked, refrigerator, stove, cabinets, bathroom vanities. Everything is destroyed. Venezuela has fleed, has freed rather seven U.S. citizens in a prisoner swap. CBS's Christina Ruffini has the details. The White House says President Biden has spoken to the families of all those Americans. An official also tells us they had a chance to speak to their families and that they were overjoyed to have been released. In exchange, the U.S. agreed to release two nephews of President Nicolas Maduro's wife. The two were imprisoned on drug trafficking charges. It started out as a soccer brawl in Indonesia, then police released tear gas, and then a deadly stampede. Hospitals are reporting people being asphyxiated, and people who are at the stadium describe terrible crowd crushes at the narrow exits to the stadium, and that people started stampeding, started pushing hard for the exits after the police decided to use tear gas on the pitch itself. BBC reporter Jonathan Head says at least 125 people were killed in the crush. Russia attacked Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's hometown with suicide drones after Ukraine retook Lehman from the Russians. Former CIA Director David Petraeus tells ABC this shows Russian President Vladimir Putin is not faring well in his war against Ukraine. He is losing, and the battlefield reality he faces is, I think, irreversible. In other words, over the last seven months... President Zelensky and Ukraine have mobilized vastly better than has Russia. The annual Red Mass at St. Matthew's Cathedral in Washington, D.C., it's a tradition that celebrates the start of the Supreme Court's new term, which begins tomorrow. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. It's 3.03 on Sunday, October 2nd. 58 degrees, breezy, cool, and rainy. Highs in the upper 50s. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
As you just heard from CBS News, the rescues continue in parts of Florida where Hurricane Ian caused catastrophic damage to communities like Fort Myers Beach and Sanibel Island. Ian is now a tropical rainstorm moving up the northeast and bringing us rain again today, possibly through the first part of the week. Here's Storm Team 4's Clay Anderson. The cooler than average temperatures. We're looking at temperatures with a steady rain and winds at 30 to 35 miles per hour in the 50s. So it's going to feel like close to an early November raw weekend rather than just the first week in October. So the concerns, again, is the flooding. If you are going to be coastal flooding, if you have boats or you have some problems or you're going to be near any shoreline from Maryland and Virginia as we open up from the Potomac to the Chesapeake Bay, that's concern number one. Concern number two would be just going outside and making sure that you are wearing a raincoat and galoshes because the rain will be a little bit more than that umbrella can handle. Keep it here on WTOP, your weather alert station for Washington, D.C., with traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 8s. Police in Fairfax County are now on the search for a suspect who shot and killed a man in an apartment complex parking lot. At around 7 a.m. here at the Oak Mill Gardens off Jeff Todd Way, the victim and friends were sitting in a car in the parking lot. When an individual walked up to the car, a confrontation occurred, and at some point, the individual outside of the car fired multiple rounds inside that vehicle. That was Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Dan Spital. The victim was taken to the hospital by friends where he died. No other injuries have been reported. Police believe the shooter fled in a silver Nissan Maxima with Maryland plates. So what we're asking is if anybody was in this area this morning, if you heard anything or saw anything, please let us know. In Fairfax County, Luke Luger, WTOP News. This weekend marks the 20th anniversary of the start of the Beltway sniper attacks. In all, 10 people were killed and three were wounded. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy, a deputy state's attorney at the time, came upon the first deadly shooting, that of 55-year-old James Martin, outside the Sharper's Food Warehouse in Wheaton. I was on my way to dinner, and I went in to find out what was going on and was brief. Uh, appeared to be a sniper shooting. No one saw anybody near Mr. Martin. McCarthy remembers the frightful three weeks. It was as profoundly affecting an event as I have ever experienced in my 40 years here in the state's attorney's office. Police captured the Beltway snipers John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Melvo October 24th. Muhammad was executed in Virginia in 2009. Melvo was serving four life terms. Dick Iuliano, WT. News. A gun went off in the food court yesterday at Arundel Mills Mall, sending shoppers running in panic. No one was hurt, and Anne Arundel County police say a video shows the man who fired the gun may have done it by accident. Still, the incident has sparked a strong reaction from the county executive. The Anne Arundel County executive called out the Supreme Court for making it easier for people to carry guns in public. And then Stuart Pittman criticized Maryland for following suit and removing the good and substantial reason to qualify for one of those permits. Since the decision, Maryland has seen applications soar. Pittman says he's angry and believes politicians glorify guns to get votes. The Democrat says he made it a priority the past four years to put common sense local policies in place to stop gun violence in Anne Arundel County. When he suspended the good and substantial reason standard last July, Governor Hogan said it would be unconstitutional to continue enforcing the provision in state law given the Supreme Court ruling. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we look ahead to tomorrow's start of the riot trial of Oath Keepers militia members. It's 3.07. Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. 
Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday hours, at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. Success is picking up extra shifts, but now you want to be the boss. Success is getting your foot in the door, but now you want to take the next step. Success looks different to everyone. And for more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping working adults like you succeed again. Choose from more than 125 degree and certificate programs with online and hybrid courses. Our MBA and most graduate cyber courses start October 5th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. It's 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rick McClure in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Sandy, let's start around the Capitol Beltway with a few weather-related damp spots that may have caused a few mishaps through Maryland and Virginia early last hour. The crash cleanup is done on the interloop through Springfield with everything on the right shoulder now near I-395. We had a few volume slowdowns after South Van Dorn Street because of it. Through Maryland with a volume slow spot uh, on the outer loop through uh, Silver Spring with a crash cleanup before Georgia Avenue that may have been cleared from the right lanes. Be careful. On the interloop ramp to Georgia Avenue, had some wires down a few hours ago that had police blocking that ramp. Other than that, uh, not much of a delay, at least three-quarters of the way around the Capitol Beltway at the moment. Not bad. Maryland, uh, BW Parkway, just some typical volume slow spots uh, northbound through Greenbelt. Route 50, still quiet along both sides, inside and outside the Beltway. Across the Bay Bridge, we had some wind warnings. High-level vehicles, everyone else is coasting both directions, three lanes west and two lanes east across the bay. Police were with the crash down in Camp Springs, affecting northbound Route 5 before Allentown Road along the right left side, last check. Over to Virginia 66 east through Fairfax, we had a crash before Route 28 Centerville. Cleanup is done, but the delays are still there for now. I-95 Virginia with volume heaviest is along the southbound side through Newington, Lorton, parts of uh, Woodbridge and Dale City. Police are checking on a crash reported southbound near Route 123. Not sure what lane is affected yet. Not that bad on the northbound side. Just a brief volume slowdown through Falmouth. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stenniford. There's a wind advisory for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties from 5 o'clock this afternoon until 2 p.m. Monday afternoon. In this area, we may see winds gusting up to 50 miles an hour, especially after sunset. Rainy and chilly this afternoon. It's going to turn rather windy. We'll see highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Rain likely this evening. That'll taper off to light showers or drizzle overnight. It'll stay windy. Lows low to mid 50s. Rather windy Monday and Tuesday with some showers. Highs mid to upper 50s. I'M STORM TEAM FOR METEOROLOGIST MIKE STENNIFORD. IT'S 54 DEGREES IN ROCKVILLE, 55 IN ASHBURN, 55 IN DISTRICT HEIGHTS. BROUGHT TO YOU BY LONG FENCE. SAVE 15% ON DECKS, PAVERS AND FENCES. GO TO LONGFENCE.COM TODAY AND SCHEDULE YOUR FREE IN-HOME ESTIMATE. IT'S 310. THE JURY HAS BEEN SEATED IN THE OATH KEEPERS JANUARY 6TH SEDITIOUS CONSPIRACY TRIAL. OPENING STATEMENTS START MONDAY. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland joined WTOP's Dimitri and Stephanie with details. Opening statements Monday morning. This is the one we've been waiting for more than others because this January 6th trial, which begins at the federal courthouse just down the road from the U.S. Capitol, involves five accused members of the Oath Keepers who are very much accused of plotting to block the peaceful transfer of power in America and attack the Capitol, of raising a plan, raising money, raising arms, and preparing to attack. Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the Oath Keepers, is the top named defendant, but there are four others. This trial could take three to four weeks. 
jury selection itself took a couple of days. And I'll note this, Dimitri and Stephanie, so far about a couple dozen defendants in January 6th have gone on trial in front of D.C. juries. Every one of them has been convicted on every charge. Conservative activist Jenny Thomas, the spouse of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, spoke with the January 6th committee. Scott, what's next? Now, she spent about four hours speaking with the January 6th committee, and according to the chairman of the panel, she maintains the 2020 election was stolen, despite there being zero evidence of that. Um, Thomas's interview happens ahead of what could be the final January 6th committee public hearing. It's possible we get a readout of what she said. It's possible maybe there's a video clip that will be shared. But this interview happened really in the 11th hour. This committee expires at the end of the year. Their investigation is nearly done. A final written report, a comprehensive one, they promise, happens likely in December. And Scott, with all of Hurricane Ian's destruction, at least we can say the federal government will continue to operate, not just to help the people of Florida, but all of us. How did all that unfold on Capitol Hill with the president's signature? Dimitri, the way it so often does, in the 11th hour, Congress passes a bill, president signs one, to keep the government open at midnight, all the way through December, keeps government funding where it's been through a few more weeks, but also does provide billions of dollars for disaster relief for those impacted by hurricanes and the western wildfires and billions more to support ukraine that's cbs news congressional correspondent scott mcfarlane coming up on wtop an update on the commander's cowboys game they're in the third quarter 313 everything i know about marijuana i learned back when me and my friends had mullets yeah i guess i got some catching up to do and i'm curious about medical marijuana it's legal in my state i think but is it right for me? Uh, where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produce efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites, go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. How's it going, Jay Brooks? Well, about a minute 27 to go in the third quarter. Joey Sly just hit a 45-yard field goal. 
So now it's Dallas 15, Washington 10. Of the eight Washington possessions, five punts, an interception, a touchdown, and that field goal. Elsewhere, earlier today, the Vikings improved to 3-1 with a 28-25 win over the Saints from London. In the fourth quarter, it's the Falcons 16, the Browns 13. Third quarter score, Seahawks with a 31-23 lead over the Lions. It's the Titans 24, the Colts 17. The Giants with a 14-12 lead over the Bears. Eagles 20, Jags 14. Stillers a 13-10 lead over the Jets. Kenny Peckett, a one-yard rushing touchdown in his debut for Pittsburgh. A 20-13 lead for the Ravens over the Bills. And the Chargers 27, the Texans 14. Elsewhere. Nats right now, they are in the bottom of the, well, actually top of the fifth inning with a and trailing 7 nothing to the Phillies. Elsewhere, it's the Orioles up one nothing over the Yankees. That game in the bottom of the fifth inning up in New York. Formula One racing from earlier today, Mexican driver Sergio Perez won the Singapore Grand Prix. Up next, the Japanese Grand Prix. That'll be next Sunday, a 1 o'clock start our time. Once again, in Big D, 127 to go in the third quarter. Dallas up 15 to 10 over Washington. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. The remnants of what was Hurricane Ian have created lingering showers in our area. In Florida, meanwhile, rescuers evacuated stunned survivors on a large barrier island cut off by Ian. And the state's death toll is climbing, while hundreds of thousands of people are without power. Russia withdrew its troops from an eastern Ukrainian city this weekend. The withdrawal complicates Russian President Putin's treaties to annex four occupied regions in Ukraine, including that city that the Russians just left behind. A deadly stampede at a soccer match in Indonesia leaves at least 125 people dead. Riots broke out after the game ended on Sunday and fans were trampled after police used tear gas to disperse the rioters. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. The National Archives says it's still missing records it requested from Trump White House staffers nearly two years ago. In a letter to the House Oversight Committee, the nation's record-keeping agency said electronic communications between certain unidentified White House officials were still not in their custody. The letter went on to specify that the National Archives would consult with the Justice Department about how to move forward and recover the missing records. It has been widely reported that Trump administration officials used non-official electronic messaging accounts throughout his time in office. It's 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rick McClure is in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, let's take you back around the Capitol Beltway where there's only one volume slow spot left uh, as you make your way through Maryland and Virginia, and that's the Outer Loop Topside through Silver Spring between University Boulevard and Georgia Avenue where we had a crash there last hour that was clear from the right side. That's it. Maryland, I-270, no problems to and from Frederick. I-95, you're good. BW Parkway had some typical volume slowdowns along the northbound side through Greenbelt headed up toward North Laurel. Route 50, still quiet along both sides. Good across the Bay Bridge. We had some high wind warnings or some wind warnings for high-level vehicles. Everyone else is doing fine in both directions. Three lanes west, two lanes east across the Bay. We're checking on a crash down in Camp Springs that was affecting the northbound side of Route 5 before Allentown Road. At last check, it was along the, the, the left side of the roadway. Over in Virginia, 66 free and clear. Had a crash eastbound near uh, Centerville, Route 28. That was cleared. So are the delays. 395, you're good. I-95, volume heavier still. Along the north or the southbound side through Newington, Lorton, and parts of Woodbridge and Dale City, had a crash reported southbound near Route 123. Still not sure what lane is affected, but it's definitely causing some slowdowns as you make your way toward the Arcaquan South. 
Not that bad uh, on the northbound side. Just a brief volume slow spot northbound through Falmouth. And through the district northwest, we had some police action along the northbound side of Rock Creek Park near P Street. Right lane was affected at last check. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. And now the forecast. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Mike, not much chance of putting those umbrellas away today, huh? No, it looks like more rain's coming in from the east thanks to the remnants of what was once Hurricane Ian. And that's going to stick around for a couple of days as an area of low pressure that's going to strengthen off the coast. Seeing some moderate showers over western Montgomery County stretching westward in the northern and western portions of Loudoun County in Virginia. And we've got more rain on the other side of the bay and that is coming our way. Now, keep in mind there's a wind advisory for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties until 2 o'clock Monday afternoon. In this area, winds may gust up to 50 miles an hour tonight into tomorrow. For the rest of the afternoon, it's going to be rainy and chilly. It's going to become rather windy, too. Later tonight, rain likely. It'll taper off to light rain or drizzle overnight, but it's going to stay rather windy. Wind gusts of 30 to 50 miles an hour across the region. Our lows low to mid-50s. Windy with showers Monday and Tuesday. We'll see highs only in the mid to upper 50s. Culpeper 56, Rockville 55, and Sandy, it's 58 at Reagan National. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a warning to settle up unpaid tolls in Maryland. It's 320. As a civilian federal employee, you care about your family's future. Births, graduations, weddings. So when life is moving too fast, WEPA's there for you. For over 75 years... WEPA has supported civilian feds in moments big and small through group term life insurance. Your family is your whole world, so let WEPA help protect their future. Visit WAEPA.org today. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects your loved ones and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. We're National Funeral Home and National Memorial Park. Find us at DignityMemorial.com. The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 Enhanced Engine Package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. The latest and most up-to-date storm coverage, 24-7, 365, every 10 minutes, all weekend. Your weather alert station is WTOP. It's 322. Well, time is running out if you still have outstanding tolls in Maryland. Every time you drive through a toll in Maryland, a camera snaps a picture of your license plate to make sure you pay. Last February, the Maryland Transportation Authority launched a nine-month customer assistance plan that delayed fines and froze collections in order to give drivers a little more flexibility to pay bills during COVID. Now they want you to know the grace period is ending. October 1st triggered a 60-day countdown to get outstanding video tolls paid in Maryland or face a $50 fine. If you don't know if you've settled your bill, you can check at driveezmd.com. Jenny Glick, WTOP News. Also in, in Anne Arundel, a suspicious death earlier this week is now being investigated as a homicide. 
And Tuesday night when Anne Arundel County Police responded to a car fire off of Brock Bridge Road north of Route 198 near the Howard County line, they found a charred body in the back seat. Now an autopsy by the chief medical examiner's office in Baltimore says the victim died from a gunshot wound before being burned. Anne Arundel Police say they don't know the age, gender or race of the victim. They're asking for the community's help to determine what happened. Two failed burglary attempts in Howard County lead to the arrest of nine men, and there could be more. County police say two separate groups targeted high-value homes in May and September. The May burglary saw $18,000 worth of jewelry stolen from a home, this on Skaggsville Road in Laurel. September, six of the nine men connected to an attempted burglary in Highland, just off Clarksville Pike. The men are from New York and Florida. Authorities believe they may be connected to more crimes. The burglary is part of an increased trend involving high-value homes across the country. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. A sobering report published by the CDC finds the problem of women dying related to pregnancy is getting worse, not better. 80% of pregnancy-related deaths in 36 U.S. states between 2017 and 2019 were found to be preventable. According to maternal mortality review committees compiling the data. Pretty alarming that four out of five pregnancy-related deaths in our country potentially could have been prevented. And what Dr. Jakiba Henderson of the March of Dimes finds sobering. There was an increase of 8.8% um, since the last report um, in um, deaths due to maternal health conditions. She says one thing that might help would be Congress passing the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Christy King, WTOP News. It's 325. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The world got a recent reminder that crowdsourced content on social media entertainment platforms can be dangerous. There are a lot of scary type challenges, weird information that pops up on the platforms. Bloomberg reporter Alex Barenka talking about the Sleepy Chicken Challenge recently making the rounds on TikTok in which NyQuil is used in a way that causes potentially dangerous chemical changes and prompted an FDA alert and pleas from parents to pull it. It does seem like TikTok has snuffed this one out. If you search for um, that term right now in the app, it sends you to a warning about dangerous fads. But just as with the Tide Pod Challenge a few years ago, unscrupulous posters once again are trying to beat the ban. You search for Sleepy Chicken, those posts have been taken down. You search for some names that are misspelled or you add a few letters in there and those words are still up. That means for TikTok and others. The social platforms will play whack-a-mole, searching down these challenges. So if you see something, say something. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden will visit Florida and Puerto Rico this week as both areas struggle to deal with the damage from Hurricane Ian. FEMA is now promising to help with the cleanup. We'll have a special report from CBS News. It's 326. What did nine out of ten people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find up